Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. One thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show, but at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, what you know I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead in Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, uh, man, my, my, my co-pilot. The, the one that's, that's that's been with me, holding it down I'll try, in I'll person. Try, I'll try to, kid. These niggas, <laughs> they call me Mr. No Disrespect. These niggas, <laughs> these niggas don't care. <laughs> Sheldon ain't been in the studio since 1884. He don't want to mess yeah, up the hat. I came one time this, this year. Well, it was last he year. Got the moonlight background. The FIFA just... <laughs> people are always on the go. You <laughs> what, the movie moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, 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 boy. Leaving us here, bro. We just got it down. We got all this space for two niggas. <laughs> oh, what's oh, up, man. y'all? BZ FIFO. What up, what up, what up? Dude, chilling, man. Yeah, hey, FIFO, hey, FIFO, I meant to text you to tell mm-hmm. you to have your, 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 uh, your list. list. I should have text, texted you so you just have no. a ready. I wanted you to run through it's it real ready. quick. Huh? It's ready. It's ready. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Well, Nick, well, it's, it's, it's you know, how Nick got the flow of the show. I figured since we all gave our top five each position last week and you weren't there, you had, I feel like you got to at least get people your top five each oh, position. I got it. Go ahead. Can I, can I go? Yeah. Can What's I go your? for Nick? What positions? Oh, you, you start, where are you going to start for point guards first or centers first? Uh, I'm going to start with centers. They, they don't run the game no more. Okay. So so at number five I got Vucevic from Orlando. Okay. Uh at number at number four I got Rudy Gobert. Okay. Uh at number three I got Bam Adebayo. Okay. At number two I got Joel Embiid. And number one okay. I got the Joker. Uh power forward. Uh, at Yours was five, damn near identical to me and Ken's, I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go, yeah? ahead. go ahead. No no no. Go, go ahead. ahead. So so uh how how was y'all's different? My well, mine's I had Aiden at five, Rudy at four, Bam at three, I had Joker at two, and Embiid at one. But I, 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 you can flip a coin for one and two between Joker and Embiid. Yeah, all right, bet, bet. All right, so for power forwards at number five, I got Julius Randle. Uh, at four, I got Demontis Sabonis. At number three, I got Chris Stapps. At number two, I got Zion. At number one, I got AD. Chris KP KP. All right, yeah. Go, go ahead. Just small forward. All right, small forward. Uh, at number five, I got PG thirteen. At number four, I got Giannis. At number three, I got Kawhi. At number two, I got KD. At number one, I got LeBron. Okay. Or actually, no, no, no. That's a mistake. Because um, I had Giannis in my power four when I did mine. But go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. That that that's a mistake. So number five, I have Luca. I have Luca as a small forward. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have Luca as a small forward. So take out PG 13, put Luca there. 
Uh, shooting guard, um, number five, give me Jalen Brown. At number four, Zach Levine. Number three, Bradley Beal. Number two, Devin Booker. Number one, James Harden. Uh, point guards, number five, give me Ja Morant. Number four, give me Kyrie. Number three, give me CP3. Number two, give me Dane. Number one, give me Steph. Okay. So you don't have Donovan Mitchell as a top five shooting guard. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked by that one, people. All right, take Jalen Brown out. Put D. Mitch number five. Oh, this nigga listens. This hey, nigga listens. Hey, like people, <laughs> creating it. Swap him out. Hey, people. Hey, people. Who you got that number one spot of the two guard though? James Harden. James Harden. Okay. James Harden. He had five. You, oh, you named Zach Levine. Hey, that's that's crazy. You named Zach Levine because someone hit me and Ken up on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, I was actually thinking about him, but I didn't. I didn't put him on my five. But I was definitely. I was definitely considering Zach Levine. Wow. Yeah. Like he's better than Oladipo. Like outside of Book and James Harden, like there, there's really not a better two guard in the league right now. You didn't have Bradley Beal in your joints, did you? Yeah, I did. He was he was number three. You're number three. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. What was what was Zach Levine? Four. So number you just four. said that you just said that uh Zach Levine is top three at his position, right? I'm talking. I'm, I'm, man, I'm just talking. I'm talking freely, bro. Mm. You're talking off deuce. This nigga. <laughs> this nigga. We like drinking this, this one. But you had um. Well, you had Kristaps Porzingis. Wait, top man. three. Hold on. Uh uh-uh. uh. You you can't talk, bro. Tell him who in your top five power forward. He had Julius Randle too. He had him too. He had him too. He had him at five. All yeah. right, man. We on. Bro, they no, they keep you, denying the nigga. Hey, hey, do you know what Julius is Rand Julius Randall's uh, PER is? I, Julius I, 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 is balling. Yo, he's a, he's having a decent year, but he ain't got nobody else. He ain't nobody no else he had no goddamn decent year. He's having a great year. Hold on, Wavy. Tell him who you got in your top three. He did he have Harris in his top three too? It's small four. No, no, no. He was, he was five. He was five. He had Tobias Harris on his list, bro. Small forward. Who Shelton? Yes. yes. You tripping. Put that hat back on, bro. Devin Booker is ranked so high based off what he should be doing. Not what he's Thank doing. You. Right? So so D Book isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing right now? I mean, he's decent, but he ain't killing it. It ain't like he's burning it up right now. He ain't better than Bradley Beal right now. Oh, you, not not on court. Not on court, right? I'm talking about you I'm talking about. What he's been doing in games, I saw. I saw Devin Booker. I think he scored like eight points in a game. I, I saw it. I ain't saw Bradley Beal do that this year. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You're you're holding the, him the fact that he scored eight points in the game against him. No, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying that I was just using that one for an example. I'm just saying he's been blowing me away this year. Right. He's been decent, but he's not been. He's been. He's been. Bradley Beal has been better on court all year long. Yeah, but Bradley Beal is what one of the sole offensive producers on that team. When you look at the Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul is spreading the ball around. So Devin Booker doesn't really have to produce as much offense as he used to. At some point, you're going to see Devin Booker like get to that point under, I think, Chris Paul's guidance that he's going to be like closer and that he's just going to help him really kind of manage and pace the game. Right now, so, but yeah, so I, we know what Devin Booker is. You right. acting like we don't know what he is. 
No, I'm saying I agree with what you're saying, but he's not there now. So that doesn't make him get up there because of what he could be. You know what I mean? If he ain't doing it, I mean, just because he can do it, he got to do it. No, he's done it in the past in multiple years. Yeah, he's been doing it. (laughs) Right. Not this year, though. I'm talking, we we, this based off this year. Only 15 games. If that's the the case, then Drew Brees is amazing because he's done it every year up until this year. You see what I'm saying? I'm just speaking on this year in particular. Hey, FIFA, this year, Booker. He's he's been decent. No, no. I was going to say he's been decent, but he's done nothing spectacular like to be ranked that high. He hasn't really had to. And I think CP3 is really having that effect on on him and not only just him and the team because Aiton is getting more shots. Bridges is getting more shots. Uh, Cameron Johnson are getting more shot attempts. So Devin Booker don't have to be, you know, that that sole engine for the team anymore. It's a CP3 effect. I, I, so, but I, I, you know, it's, you know, it's all opinion. Hey, and I, th- hey, I think that's... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that is good, but the games that I've seen, I hadn't seen all the games. I've seen about maybe three Suns games. And the three that I've seen, out of the three, only one was he very impressive to me. The only he's, one that he looked like he was unstoppable. The yeah, he's, he's kind of... I, and I think that's really the the coach. And I think he's really playing. He's learning how to play under control now. And I can like I when I watch a play, I, I, it looks like he just ready to go off. Like he just want to take every shot. He's, so he's he never played play. with a point guard like P, CP3 before. This thing. Look, look what he was doing before CP3 got there. The man scored like 71, 73 points in the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he was the vocal point. So like him right. with a point guard like CP3. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's, he's not going to be very ball dominant because you got your ball dominant general now, mm-hmm. right? But it, well, it w- but wouldn't that same thing apply to Sam Bradley Bill? I mean, now he's playing with Russell Westbrook of all people. No, shouldn't his production all, go down? First of all, Russ has been in and out. Go ahead, B. Yeah, no, you no. I was just saying Russ is not a, a general, a floor general like Brad, like a um, CP three. So he gonna still get his. It'd be, he's not. He's not that type of point guard. Russell is not that type of point guard like CP3 is to where, like we can't mention, everybody's going to get their shots. He's going to spread the ball around real good and just save Devin Booker for closing out. Yeah, Russ, and Russ has been on and off the court all year. It's still the two of them, and there's a lot of trash. They don't have as much talent to be able to spread the ball around um, the way that, that Phoenix has. So that's why you see the difference. That's why you see Bradley Bill putting up 60 and 50 points a game. Because he's the only one on the team. He's he's doing Bradley Booker, and on the past Phoenix Suns team. <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. You know. Right. What was you right? What was you about to say, B? No, I was going to ask FIFO. So, who is your point guards again? Be- I got uh, John Moran at five, Kyrie at four, CP at three, uh, Dame at two, Steph at one. So ours was almost the same. Except I had I actually had Luca at point guard. Um, okay. I had Luca. We pretty much had the same thing, except you had um, you had Kyrie and yours. I didn't have Kyrie and Miles. I had Miles with CP three at five, John Moran at four, Luca at three, Dame at two, and Steph at one. To me, that's another potential pick, though, because we talk about John. John, my God, now don't get me wrong. You know that all day long. But how many games has he played this year? Like three or four? I think he played a little um, bit more. Than He's been hurt. Yeah, he yeah. played more than yeah. He played more than. So, so based off this year, how can he be in your top five if he can play no, really no games? I mean, he played. Now he's been in, once again. He was impressive when he did play, but 
he's not been he's not been able to be himself yet. That's why I was saying like the criteria for me has to include last year with because we're only 15 games in. So it's not like if no one's wowing you right now, that don't mean there's, there's still a lot of basketball to be played. So you're kind of going off of how they ended last season and what they're doing this season. You can't just go off 15 games and be because our top fives will look totally different. Colin Sexton would be a top five point guard if we were just going off of what's going on this year. Julius Randle would be a top five chill point guard. Right, you can't chill out, all right? You can't chill out. You ain't got to follow me. Touche, kid. Touche, kid. Touche. Man, but, yeah. So, right, while so doing can... this list, hold on, before, before you move on, Nick. While doing this list, what I realized, the weakest position in basketball now is the power forward position. Mm. Yeah, because they just count that as a big. You know, you can be a between a power forward and a center. Look at my list. You think the power forward position right. was weaker than yeah, you mean? Oh, you mean you mean in top five, even even weaker than center? Yeah, it's weaker than center. I can't even remember who my damn top five was. Because you could because <laughs> you can say it also K- depends who you add exactly. So if you say oh, yeah, yeah. the power forward or Giannis, yeah. to me those guys are really three. Their game yeah. is a three. That's why, yeah, we talked about that last time. I was saying, man, we need to add like a hybrid position to the top five list because some of these guys are hybrids. They they do, like, we know KD plays outside. He's not your traditional four, but he's listed as a four in their lineup. And same thing with Luka. Luka is not, a tra- you know, your traditional point guard. Neither is LeBron, but, they well, LeBron not so much anymore, but they line up at the one. Hey, hey, Shelton, I forgot to mention, too, though I though I disagree with, with putting Malcolm Brockton top five, I can see why you put him in your top five. Because look – what? Go ahead. I agree with you. No, because look, looking at it, Malcolm Brockton, he, the, the way Shelton is putting it, he's like a, 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 like a Chauncey Billups during his Piston years. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. the sexiest, like, pick. You know, when Billups was end up top five, but also Billups was a champion in the, in the finals MVP, something that right. Malcolm Brockton don't got yet or probably not going to get. But like, I can see why, like, because Cha- yeah. Chauncey Billups numbers was like even kill across the board. But it right. was just like it was even as a Piston fan. Some, the only reason why, I, like them years, I maybe put him in my top five because I'm like, OK, well, he's an NBA champion. He led a team. He beat the Lakers and he was a finals MVP. Like it's kind of hard not put him in top five then, but just from across the board, he gets it done. Just like Malcolm Brockton gets it done, it's just not a sexy pick. But I can understand why someone would put him in there. I just wouldn't put him in my top five PGs. But you, you know, and you—that's a good comparison, Chauncey Billups to him too. Yeah. You know, because they both play on yeah. both ends. Malcolm Brockton's gonna play some defense. He, yeah. If you ask the opposing point guard, I don't, they don't really be wanting to see him like that. Yeah, because he's gonna play. I, I understand. The floor. I understand. I, I thought about that. I was just like, yeah, it's. I was like, that's. I like Malcolm Brockton is the Chauncey Billups without the ring right now. Like he's mm-hmm. even kill. He plays on both sides of the court. He gets it done, but it's just not. It's not a sexy pick if that makes sense. But I under. I understand it. I mean, just from a basketball head, I understand why why you picked him. Looking back, but when you first said it, we was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> over such and such, over such and such, like, yeah. Chauncey Billups somewhere throwing up in a in a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey Ken, I said, look, minus, look, 
Minus the champ. I know. I'm just saying from just from a a, a player standpoint. I'm not talking about accolades and stuff. I mean, yeah. No, no, no. He, yeah, he, yeah. yeah this and this is this year. I, I was basing that off this year too, kid. He he ain't done none of that stuff yet. But this year, say, go ahead, Sheldon. No, no, I was just gonna say this year. He's been doing gonna, it. You know why B brought it up? He, he gotta talk about the Pistons yeah, somehow. Every, every so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, gotta, he gotta make sure niggas know where he's yeah. from. Out of all the motherfucking players, you picked Chauncey Phillips. <laughs> and your justification was, was that one year. <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> it was a thought, though. It was. A, I'm just. I'm just telling you. I just. I, I, I see it. Okay. I see it because people. Because people was questioning was Chauncey Phillips a top five point guard. During that run, and you know, it was like, well, he led a team to a championship. He was a big underdog, and he was a Finals MVP. So, I mean, the facts is the facts is there, right? All right, let's move on to uh, current NBA topics going on. Um, there's not too much, but there's some interesting stuff that's happened this week so far. Um, we finally got to see the big three. Mm-hmm. What you call this show, the Brooklyn Mess? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyrie definitely a Brooklyn Dodger. Well, he, he was <laughs> dunking and dodging all <laughs> up until this point. Um, oh man, bro, is Kyrie? My question to y'all is: Kyrie uh, coming back is that a good thing or a bad thing? When you say, I, I, I hate to say it, I hate to sound have such a generic answer. I know y'all gonna say some more interesting things, but. To me, it's a wait and see. I mean, I, now granted, last week and even the previous weeks. I, well, last week mainly because we knew when, you know, you know, I think at that time we knew Harden was Harden traded at that point last week when we recorded last Thursday. I think yeah, it, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, because yeah, I was saying who's gonna play defense. So and then I was saying, you know, by Kyrie being Kyrie and James Harden being such a ball dominant guards, I was curious how that was gonna work. I can see Kyrie playing a little bit more off the ball more so than um, Mm -hmm. James Harden, but I'm still worried about how that's going to mesh. I'm not about to throw everything up in arms over, over one game, over a game that I watched them playing against Cleveland. They first time all three of them playing together. Let's just see how that goes. But I am still concerned about who the hell going to play defense because they traded some of their best wing and low block defenders for James Harden. So that part I am still kind of concerned about. I want to see if they're going to get it together by the time playoffs come. If they all still, if all three of them still together. But yep. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to worry or push no panic button right now just for them three to mesh off of one game. I know it's a generic answer, but y'all know who I am. I'm not going to jump through hoops after one game or just because Kyrie wanted to help the community out, do some stuff or whatever on his personal time. That's fine. But yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a – we can't call it a, Br- a Brooklyn mess yet. I did just want to see you, how they go mess. Did you watch that game, B? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. who was the best player on the court? On, the, on both teams? Kevin Durant. Yeah, both. Really? Kevin Durant. You yeah. didn't think Sexton outplayed Kevin Durant that game? I mean, he busted that ass. I mean, he, I mean, you know, I mean, Sexton – hey, FIFO, man. That's why you got to sign off. Hey, FIFA. government name. Combo's government name, B. I don't know. Hey, yo, I don't know if he was listening to you or something, but every time you kind of go ham on sex and when I watch him, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what is FIFA looking at? I'm like, you I don't know either. 
Out he said the out the league. How many, how many players usually, do we got out the league? Me and FIFA is usually out of eye when it comes to stuff like that. So as I'm watching them, and not just not just the game against Brooklyn, even like since last year before the bubble, um, I was just every time FIFA was talking bad about, I'm just thinking like, well, let me wait. I was like, maybe FIFA seeing something I'm not seeing yet. But every yeah. time I see dude play, man, he plays hard. He plays fearless. He either he's the reason why Cleveland has won a game. Or he's the yes. reason why Cleveland are still in the game. So yeah, I don't. The only, I, the only thing you can hate on is that rat tail. Outside of that, yeah, bro, that's it. Yeah, that <laughs> yes, is, sir. No. Nick, one hundred, one hundred. Nick, what you got to say about it, though, people? I, I really want to know what you got to say about that performance. Hey, Did you see? Hey, it? look. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, Fifteen straight, <laughs> just overtime. Um. I hey, think it was 20 he, straight, FIFO. It was 20 or straight. 20 straight. <laughs> Shame on the man. God damn. Hey, get that man five. Hey, I'm, I'm giving him his credit. Hey, look, if he's a friend of the show and he listens, I motivate him. Well, by all means, you know what I say? You'll be out of the league tomorrow again. So hopefully you have another performance. <laughs> no, nah, man. He, nah, he, nah, he balled out. He balled out. I watched that. Um, it was very impressive. And here's the thing about Colin Sexton that I do like. Um, it what garnered his nickname here in high school because he because he's a, he's a local kid to Atlanta. Uh, I can't remember the high school that he went to, but um, his nickname here was Young Bull, and you saw that in Alabama. Um, remember remember that game where his team filed out and it was three on five and they almost won it, and he yep. was like, "Bro, I'm not passing this. Just yep. giving a damn ball, and I'm gonna yep. go score." Yep. Um, you know, so he has that in him. And last night you saw it. You saw it, like like he's one of those guys that definitely rises to the occasion. Um, and he plays beyond his talent level. Um, and I, I think that's just the thing. I don't see a lot of talent, but you, but he just produces, you know. And sometimes, you know, you can just have those guys that you just personally don't see a lot in. And for me, that's him not saying that, you know, sometimes I over-sensationalize my words. Okay, cool. I said he was going to be out the league. Obviously, that's not that's not a fact. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to get re-upped and he's going to get paid handsomely. Uh, but with that being said, like he, you know, for me, he's not like a guy. If I was a GM, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get that guy. He, he's just not that for me, you know. And, and I guess it skews my my perspective on him. Pifo, you called him Pat Bev. Wow, that can score. Like At times, <laughs> he only said he's not Pat Bev. Like he's gonna be out the league, and he's Pat Bev that can score. When has yeah. Pat Bev ever went toe to toe with three superstars? He's probably picked their toenails, <laughs> but, but he's right. never went toe to toe. Look, 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 look. I've been off before. You know, I really like Johnny Flynn in the draft. Where's Johnny Flynn? I'm, the, I'm just saying, people don't pick him a thousand now. All right. We still waiting on that Nuggets pick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that, was, that was way off, FIFO. Okay. Now, he went to, um, I think he went to two high schools. He went to Hillgrove High School. In Powder Spring, Georgia, and then he transferred to Pebble Brook High School in uh, Mableton. Man, um, I didn't know you played at Hillgrove. That's that's my brother's. Uh, both of my brothers are alma mater. He gonna see you. He gonna make a home visit. Yep. Um, regarding back back to the Nets, man. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 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 sided with B on this. You do need I do need to wait and see. It's only one game, but I'll tell you what I did see. I saw Kyrie put up. What damn near thirty shots, forty shots? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, twenty-eight shots. And and uh, it seemed like he was trying to establish his uh, dominance. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was KD got the most, I think, where they had equal shots. And Kyrie was making sure he was going to get his and not lose his shots to uh, James Harden. That could very well be the flow of the game. That's why I need to just watch and see what's going on. Maybe Kyrie had to put up those shots. Maybe he's trying to establish himself in, in terms of the pecking order. I don't know, in terms of his absence. Uh, you know, I think he gave the best answer he could. Personal business, blah, blah, blah. Get people off your back. Leave you alone. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Kyle said, shout out to Kyle, that he talked to his teammate. So that's the only thing that really mattered to uh, them. And it didn't really matter to us that much because those are who we got to uh, play with every day. So if they buy it, then that's on them. But um, I saw enough to put them on my radar for concern. To just watch. Just watch. It's a wait and see. Are they going to get it together? Are they going to fall apart? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that's it. So I'm not going to cast any judgments just yet. But I do know that they were 2-0 and without Kyrie. And they 0-1 with Kyrie. So, hey, I'm going to just leave it at that. He, he just came back. He sure did. And he Harden just, just got on the team and they won, didn't uh, he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Again... Big threes don't, you know, they don't just happen overnight. They, they need a long time to cook. Um, I think it's a good thing for Kyrie to be back because that was the whole plan when it comes to the, re, uh, the reinvented, the new age Brooklyn Nets, like to have this big trio to, to finally compete. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved his, his tenacity coming off because I think he won. I think it, was, it wasn't more so for me. You looked at it as dominance for the team. I just looked at it as more of a justification, like I'm still Kyrie Irving. Like y'all kept on bitching in the media. Y'all must have forgot who I am. I get buckets. And I think it was just reminding the league, like my presence is still, you know, heavily felt around mm-hmm. the league, especially on this team. Um, I think also the reason why he scored, he was trying to score so much is because they outside of KD and Harden, who else is there really gonna put up points? Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Yeah, I was about Come to say on. that. But he's coming off the bench though. Joe, Joe Harris is good for about eight to twelve points per game. They giving him the green light, bro. Uh, who else, who else got the green light? Ain't nobody else on that team. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they, they're going to have to divvy up these points. Somebody's going to have to come off the bench. Is where I'm getting to. Mm. And I think I would probably, for chemistry sake, I would I would say Harden should come off the bench. Rough. Um, yeah, what, what, what are you saying? What, what, Nick, what, are, what are you saying right now? I'm only saying this for chemistry as far as like to make the team actually work to where Kyrie don't get pissed off because Kyrie, Kyrie ain't coming off the bench. And Harris is like instant buckets. Like you give him the green light. He can, he can, he can quietly put up a 20 point game on you off the bench easily. He could, but you're, he not counting, you're not counting on that every game. You're counting exactly. on he's, he's, he's not a guy. He's not a guy you don't want to leave open. He's not a guy yeah, you don't want to leave. He, yeah, that's, drain you. that's true. But he's but his points are inconsistent because he doesn't get quality. He doesn't. But uh, get but but, but, but here's the, but here's the, here's the thing, Nick. You're counting points, and the thing is, is that you gotta count. You gotta count the the, the shots and what and what those players do and why certain guys are specialists. The reason why, I, and I I disagree with y'all. Joe Harris should start. Uh, it should be Kyrie, James Harden, Harris, KD, and DeAndre Jordan. And the reason why is because Joe Harris provides gravity, meaning that even if he ain't, if he went 0 for 3, the, the scouting report says you still guard that man and you don't allow him an open look because he's a, a career 40-plus percent three-point shooter. 
So when you put them out there with obviously those the big three that can do whatever they want to do offensively, you can't help off of that guy. That's a tough, that's a tough help. And he's not just I'm, a yeah. down shooter. He has he he he's a more athletic. Um, who's the lefty out of Utah that I love? Oh, uh, what's his name? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. He's just like Joe Ingles, but but you know what? Honestly, they're probably about as athletic, and they they're crafty around the basket. I'm not saying that this guy is gonna beat you off the dribble and none of that, but off of a pump fake, one dribble, two dribble into the lane, finish with the left or the right, he could do that, and you have to guard him. So he and provides the spacing necessary. My my thing is really about Joe Ingles. It's about the fact. I mean, uh, Joe Joe uh, Harris. It's not about him. FIFA. The lineup you mentioned that is their best lineup. But also right. to your point with what you always say is that it's not about who starts. It's about who finishes. Just because right. I'm saying Harden comes off the bench, don't mean he ain't getting no minutes. And I'm only no. saying that because if their starting five has all their best players, who the fuck is coming off the bench? If you want to win a See, title, you gonna have to have bench point. You got to somebody off the bench. But you're asking people who are already making a sacrifice of, of giving up points to give up their starting position. Those if you want to win a title, that shit don't matter. If you want to win one of those three guys, three guys, guys, three guys especially I mean, if it's coming from James Harden. That's creative yeah. thinking, but it's never going to happen with superstars. They're never going to go. Most guys, you saw what happened when Paul George was asked to come off the bench. He went crazy. So what would these guys who are in their prime really playing great? And how much has Paul George won? How much has Paul George won? None, but the, my point exactly. is they're not exactly. willing to. Do, they're not going to be willing to do that. My, my, main, doing it. my main yeah, point is, my main point is that I, this is what I'm saying would work for chemistry's sake. They're not going to obviously do that because they paying these motherfuckers too much money and they're superstars. But I'm saying for this team, for me to to think that it'll work, somebody has to come off the bench to where, but also someone has to manage this team because we can see there's a lot of egos, a lot of emotions, there's right. a lot of motherfuckers who just don't give a fuck about them uh, to a certain extent about the team because they're willing to do whatever they got to do to, to, to make themselves feel comfortable. But to me, Harden has come off the bench before. Harden is the point guard in my eyes of this team. So right. I wouldn't mind seeing, seeing some creative ways with that. But of course, they're going to have the lineup that probably FIFO has mo- nine times out of 10. But, but you uh, know, FIFO, FIFO that, real, real quick, that lineup you suggested, it's it like you said, like Nick said earlier, that is the best lineup, but not the best to start. Uh, Joe Harris can get you 17 to 20 points in any given night, even up to 25. I mean, that's your firepower off the bench because they have nothing else coming off the bench with that type of ability to shoot and create. So that's why you let him come off the bench. You they they started, I think, Jeff Green that last the first game. Uh, Landry Shamet could start. Um, just run with a three-guard lineup, let Landry start. Because I like Landry, and he can shoot. He can stand out there and shoot threes all day. But you keep Joe Harris because he can get bucket. Keep him on, on the bench because you have nothing else on that bench to come off and score. See, see but, 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 but here's, here's, here's the problem. Thing, and, and, and I don't know if uh, Steve Nash is, is, is here yet, but obviously D'Antoni's his lead assistant. But um, <laughs> you, have, you have a big three, and you can stagger minutes. Meaning that right. one of the big three or two out of the big three um, is going to play more with bench guys. So so even though you may not have a bench, and the Joe Harris thing, you, you're 100% right. You can start Jeff Green if you want to. You know what I'm saying? And that's offense for defense and versatility. So And, and obviously with, with, with Kyrie and James Harden on the court, you you more want more, more defense, right? So if you want to start Jeff Green, that's cool. 
But at the end of the day, it's really about managing the minutes and when they play. You know, obviously all three of those guys are going to finish the game together, but throughout the game, you got to have one or two of those superstars with bench guys in the game. You know, like right. one of your guys always got to be in the game. And, and, and if you can't manage that, then you, you're, you, you shouldn't even be a head coach. honestly. Right. And that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like Joe is, Joe is your staggered guy. So when one of them <laughs> is on the court, Joe is that secondary player that can be on the court with them on that bench group. So that's why I like that. I, I like that lineup. But to answer that question, I, I think it hurts that he's back. He hit Kyrie taking the most shots, which, you know, it's only one game, a small sample size, and they can't get it together still. But I like the way things were going with um, James Harden setting it up more for Kevin Durant to get those buckets and James Harden do what he needed to do first through third, Kevin Durant in the fourth. Now it's kind of like who's going to do what. Also with, with three guys who can, you know, create off the dribble and do their own thing, you get a lot of standing around and watching that's going to happen. And it's kind of like, okay, let's see what I'm going to do. This is my possession. Next one coming out is my possession. It's not really like a – the ball is not moving enough to have three of those type guys on the court at the same time. So that's what's scary to me. When it's two, it can kind of work out. But when it's three of them out there, it's, it's just like let's watch them. You know, y- y'all play video games with pack lineup. It's like whoever got the ball at the moment, that's the one I'm going to go with. And I'm going to let him do his thing and go. And I think that's kind of what happened. A lot of standing around watching the person with the ball and seeing what they're going to make happen. And that will cost them ultimately in the end. What you think, Manny? I asked the question of if Kyrie coming back is a good thing or a bad thing. Well, already the discussion is they got to make alterations to their lineup and who's coming off the bench and who's starting. Like that already tells me this thing is not going to work, right? Like we're already talking about trying to figure out pieces and trying to adjust puzzle pieces that may not fit. Like, that already kind of answers your question right there. I mean, honestly, what we see from the Nets now, I, I'm, I'm kind of like busy. It's like, we'll wait and see. I mean, what we see today from the Nets doesn't really matter. To me, the Nets are a April, May, June experiment. How do they look in April, May, and June? Because that's what this team is built for. Um, so anything that you see right now is kind of, we'll wait and see. I mean, Kyrie's played one game. I know he took, what, 30-plus shots or whatever, something like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Like, I don't know what that tells me. The issue with the Nets, again, man, from a basketball perspective is like Kyrie and James Harden are kind of redundant. They're, they're the same player. You can make the case that Kyrie is James Harden light, but they're essentially the same player. They basically have the same skill set. You could argue James probably is a better distributor of the basketball, probably a better quote-unquote point guard. You can have that discussion, but honestly, they're kind of the same player and they really don't add anything to each other's game. So to me, it's kind of a redundancy on the court. Um, so I, to me, that to me, is ultimately going to be the problem for them is that they're too much of the same. I mean, it's, it's kind of a similar situation to the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George. That's why I don't think they'll fit. Ultimately that experiment's not going to work because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are basically the same player. They have the same skill set. Um, and I don't think they fit on the basketball court. It's too much of my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. And that's what I'm going to see with this Nets team. Like, it's just essentially going to be my turn, your turn, my turn. I mean, very few nights where you'll have all three of them just balling out together. Somebody's going to have to sacrifice shots, right? Because there's only so many attempts that you can have in a game. So I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of so giving Manny, you a staggered answer right now, but I don't know, Manny. I, I disagree. When KD went to the Warriors, did Steph take less shots? Did Clay take less shots? 
I think there was but, an adjustment period. And I think Steph being the type of superstar he is, um, you you visibly saw him just kind of pull back a little bit to ingratiate KD. But once mm-hmm. they was rolling, they all got they shots. And but I'm not problem- and, and I'm hold on, hold on. And I'm not saying that that the Nets are the golden state. They don't have that <laughs> system, they don't have that type of flow. But I think they that that they can work mainly because KD works anywhere. It doesn't matter to the system. KD is going to be efficient. He's not going to need a whole bunch of dribbles. You could put him in, in spots you could play off of him. So because of that, I think that they can make it work. Yeah, but what you're bringing up KD, like I, KD works in any system. KD is the damn system. Like he's just, he's just that dude. My issue is James Harden and, and, and Kyrie Irving. And everybody likes to bring up the, 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 the Warriors, right, as an example, right? And and my thing is, like, the Warriors, first of all, like you said, they were just a different breed. That system, they had already won. It was already an infrastructure already in place. Plus, Steph and Clay specifically, those are two stars that are, like, uniquely unselfish. Like, their games, you they can translate in any system, and they're adaptable. I don't know if Harden – adaptability is the key word here. Are Harden – and Kyrie adaptable players are they guys that are going to be able to change their games to you know to a lesser extent to kind of throw the overall problem and I just don't see that see but that but see that's where we disagree I don't think they have to change their game why do they have to change their game uh because KD is 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 the the fluid that makes all of the joints work correctly right because you can't talk about Kyrie and James Harden without talking about KD like it's a trio of them and the reason why James Harden and Kyrie could work offensively, defensively, we know it's going to be a mess, right? We know we know those two guys don't play defense worth a damn. It is what it is. But offensively, these guys can play together because both of them can catch and shoot. They can both of them can chill in the corner, and the ball gets swung to them. They can make that three. They can also create and distribute off the dribble, and they both want to attack the basket. Meaning that they're gonna get fouled because now you got the number one and typically like the number ten to fifteen free throw attempt shooter in the NBA. So now if you got all three of your main guys getting the other team in foul trouble and getting in the bonus, that's an that's advantage nets. And that's something that as a coaching staff, you gotta continue to milk. So so I, I'm not saying it's gonna be perfect. I'm not saying it's gonna be perfect. I'm not gonna say it's just gonna, you know. It's going to pass the eye test. But what I'm saying is these three guys can coexist. And it's going to be very hard for a lot of teams to outscore those three guys. Here's what I'll say. See, I'll see. say I remember when Kyrie said that he can look over across the court and say to himself, see that motherfucker hit that shot too? Did he hit it last night either, did he? You keep bringing that up. I'm just kidding. Uh, he less than 20, sure. 20 games. Sure. What's next? What's next, Nick? <laughs> The ne- uh, the next thing we got, um, we're going to talk about a hometown team, Ken. Let's do it. FIFO's favorite squad. He's been talking about this. Going to the playoffs this hey, year. Shit. Hey, shit. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out if he was right about that trade. <laughs> we right about the trade. <laughs> but Luke are, the trash. Are, are, <laughs> are, the, are the Atlanta Hawks in trouble? Yes. I want to I wanna start this. Um, see... On this show, I see things that often people don't see, and it takes a while for them to catch up. <laughs> the Hawks have this shit. 
And the issues are John Collins and Trey Young. They have a Trey Young issue. Trey Young issue. The best Trey Young issue. Not his talent, but the fact that he's too talented. He's too damn good of a scorer, and all he wants to do is score. Even though he gets a lot of assists, I'm not knocking that part of it, but it feels like, based on the comments that John Collins has said, ever since he said that, they've been kind of in a slump. And they haven't looked right. They have some chemistry issues going on with that team. I think it's centered around Trey Young wanting to take every damn shot there is on the court. When you have all of these talented people on the court, that means the coach going to have to step in and maybe some people above him going to have to step in and kind of start to rectify that. Because if they don't, John Collins is going to get out of there. So when you guys got like Hooter and Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, all of these guys can score the 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 rock uh, Bajanovic, I mean they are loaded, and it seems like Trey Young want to put up forty shots a game. You got to keep these other guys happy, man. John Collins, and you got to be able to score inside and out. So that's what I think the issue is. I think they have some chemistry issues. I think the way they were playing early on when it was young and everybody was winning and having fun, you know, that wasn't that big of a deal. But now that they're losing. And guys are now starting to look at, hey, man, well, if we lose him, but maybe I could have did a little bit more if I had a little bit more touches or whatever. I think that that is that is a problem. I feel like that is a problem. They have chemistry issues and they don't get that settled. Either the coach is going to be gone or they're going to start moving some pieces because right now it feels like they have too much talent. Okay, Uh, having too much talent is never a bad thing. Knowing what to do with that talent can sometimes overwhelm some people. Uh, remember when Dell Harris had he inherited that uh Shaq Eldon Campbell Van Axel Van Axel Eddie Jones he didn't know what to do with that he didn't know what to do with that he was overwhelmed with that um I'm not and and I'm not going to disrespect this next coach that I bring up but uh but but this was that transition and why it was needed at the time that it happened again I'm going to use Golden State when they had Mark Jackson um they looked a lot like what the Hawks do right now. Very uh, um, um, pick and roll heavy. You know what I'm saying? Ball, a lot of Steph Curry's hand. Uh, not a lot of ball movement. Um, and, and that's what they look like right now. And what the Hawks are going to need is going to be their Steve Kirk. Because you're 100% right, Ken. Um, Trey Young is taking four more shots but he's shooting six, six percentage points less from the field this season Mm -hmm. so he's less efficient this year um and 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 the way that the offense is currently constructed it's all predicated off of Trey Young and that's not necessarily a bad thing but when you have talent the way that you have talent you got to utilize that talent they're not utilizing the skill sets of the talent that they've been able to acquire so in my opinion um their current coach I know his last name is Lloyd I Bad with the names, y'all know that. Um, but, but I think Lloyd Pierce, Lloyd Pierce. Um, I definitely think his time is going to be up because I think he's gotten this roster as far as he could take them. But they're going to get, a, they're going to need a guy a la Don Nelson, a la uh, the good son in Boston. You know, somebody like that, that D'Antoni, um, somebody that that's going to preach that ball movement. Well, not D'Antoni. I'll take that back. Um, yeah, I'm about to say who. Yeah, I'm tripping. But um, just Steve somebody Kirk. that's going to preach that ball movement, player movement, 
and getting shots. Because here's the thing. When you look at, like, like when Trey was coming into the league, I said he's going to be very Steph Curry-like. And he is. But the, the reason why Steph Curry is even more dangerous is because he plays off the ball. The more off the ball he plays, the more dangerous he is. And that's what they got to start doing with Trey. Trey got to start playing more off the ball and putting the ball in other people's hands to make those plays. Still looking for Trey, but also being able to dominate their matchup. And that's what they're not doing. When I watch them, Ken, um, they're still fun and exciting. And you see glimpses of like, oh, shit. <laughs> they got a lot of shoot. They got, they got a lot of a lot, but it's like, it's rarely unleashed at the highest level. Like they're not playing at a high level. So yes, the chemistry is definitely an issue. Um, and, and I think that that falls at the feet of the coach. Maybe, maybe um, now that Rondo's coming back, Trey can play off the ball a little bit. You think they can play together, Evo, in the backcourt? I, I think I think they can play a little bit together. Um, but I think it depends on the matchup too. I, I don't think you can just do that every game. But I think um, depending on what you need and what the matchup is, I, I think you can do that. Because in my opinion, this the, the struggles are coming. He's played point his whole life, so he doesn't know anything else but playing on ball. But he's shooting 39% from the field and 29% from three. So let's clear up that Steph thing right now because that ain't Steph. But that's the real <laughs> reason shooting for, for his struggles. career. What's his career? He's having a bad he's, – he's having a bad start yeah, to this he's year. Having, he's having a rough start. Okay. But – but um, that that right there is really what's killing him is because he, you need him to be instant offense and make these shots because without that, there's there's really no way for this team to win. And they, they are battling some injuries. That that plays a big part of it too. Losing Gallinari hurts big time. And um, we, we just have to see if they can rebound and get it together. John Collins, I, I don't think he's the answer. For some reason, I, I just don't – I like John Collins. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like him with this team. They need more of a of a bruiser defender type down there, I would think. I think he's but, perfect for this team. I think I think it's what Ken said. It's like you can't keep the Hawks are clearly trying to rebuild through the draft. They're trying to do the go to state warriors. They 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 obviously have their uh, you know, if if, if Steph is coke, they got their Pepsi version of <laughs> Steph with, with Trey. And then obviously they got the uh, other guys as well. John Collins is someone who is averaging some really good average. He's a, he's a top five center in my book or big man. And Trey has to learn how to play with others. That's simple what it is. Every superstar has to figure that out. How do you play well with others? How do you play with, how do you get your teammates up? How do you help people develop and grow? Every right. superstar yeah. and every star that we've seen in this league has had to come to that moment in their career. Either they step up to it or they don't. And Trey has to step up is by stepping back. He has to let his other teammates flourish. Because clearly taking most of these shots don't really help him win games. I mean, mm. when they played Portland, he took 23 shots. He was 7 for 23. They lost that game. Uh, when, they played, uh, when they played the Knicks, he took 22 shots. He was 9 for 22. They lost that game. So it's not like he uh, – granted, there's other games that he's won with taking multiple shots, but they have more L's than wins at this point. So they yeah. need to start – they need to start really taking themselves seriously – as a playoff team in order to move forward. And by that winning basketball, just like how we talked about with the Nets, somebody got to sacrifice. And it's usually one of your stars. So to me, if they don't make the playoffs or if they're, if they're even lower than a seventh seed, I would think that that's a little disappointing for this season because 
the East is really wide open. The Knicks are eighth seed, so they should be higher than that. Mm-hmm. So right. Mm-hmm. Hey, and if uh, you, Trey Young calling. If you're calling Steph Coke, then you got to call Trey Young this year special K because he ain't no Pepsi. <laughs> You talking about Big Trey Young has the same issue we had in college, man. He's a volume shooter, volume scorer. Doesn't really make anybody better. I mean, I don't know why anybody's really surprised. Like, if you saw him in Oklahoma, <laughs> this is Trey Young. Like, he is who he is. Like, to me, everybody compares him to Steph Curry. Like, he's kind of Kyrie, a la Cleveland, before LeBron got there, where he's a guy that could get buckets. He's, a, he's an incredible talent. But does he really make anybody better? Does his game, does his style of play really translate to wins? I would say no. So, honestly, I'm not shocked. I don't know why everybody's so shocked. I think the Hawks were supremely overrated coming into the season. Like, I, I, they have talent, but they're still very young, too. So, I don't know. I, to me, it's kind of par for the course with the, with the Hawks, man. Like, I just feel like they, they are what they are. And they do have a Trey Young problem. He doesn't make people better. Yeah, definitely a Trey Young problem. What you think about it, B? Yeah, I think my my issue with Trey is he take too many sometimes unnecessary shots. Like when he when you when he starting to get down the stretch, sometimes a lot of times them unnecessary shots are just as bad as turnovers. Like you know, it's a bad shot is damn near pretty much like a turnover. So sometimes Trey get a little bit too trigger happy. You know, just because, you know, he's got the range, but sometimes it's like, yo, Trey, you can't, you can't do that. That's why he's not no step. Like he's nowhere near a step. Like only we don't say that about Steph. We can say that about Trey because Trey has definitely taken some bad shots or some unnecessary shots where you're like, okay, see, you could have worked the ball this way. You could have did this. Y'all could have worked this off better, but he doesn't. And sometimes I feel like he don't even run the offense. He just come like, look, okay, they, they leave me up. They give me another space. Hey, I'm Trey Young. Bam. I didn't hit three early in the first half, they let me open as much. So I think his shot selection has to be better, you know, especially as a point yeah. guard. And if you're going to be a high volume shooting point guard, you definitely got to take better. You got to have better shot selections. Cause, and I think that's why the frustration of, of Collins and maybe some other teammates that we just probably haven't heard about. It's just Collins mm-hmm. was the only one to be vocal about it. You know, sometimes when guys be vocal about it in the locker room, he might be vocal for, for himself and two or three other teammates, you know what I'm saying, that yep. we don't know about. So, Facts. Yeah, that's that's just my only thing about that. I think just watching the games that I've – I think the three or four games I – I watched a little bit of the game last night when they played the Pistons. They came back on the Pistons, but it's the Pistons. Um, that was expected for them to choke that game. But, uh, yeah, like that game, I watched some other games in December, a few games in the month of December, and, like, yeah, Trey was just taking some – unnecessary shots i try to i try to like chalk it up it's like okay well they haven't played ball since march maybe they you know they didn't have a real preseason so you know like a real lengthy training camp preseason so maybe you know i'm I'm trying to give a little bit of leeway for them because i know that sometimes some of that stuff can kind of be hard on you mentally and physically but just from what i've seen trey gotta have better shot selections man especially if you're a high volume point guard man like Steph can do it, you know what I'm saying? Even that in spurts, Kyrie can do it too, because he's a high volume point guard, a shooting point guard. So yeah, sometimes Trey, man, he'd be like, like I watch the game and I'll just be like, he make me do this. Cause if I was out there on the court, I'd be like, oh my God, like what you doing, dude? Like, come on. Like, you know, sometimes you might hit it sometimes. And then sometimes, man, it just be broke. And then the teams come back and they start making runs. And then you looking at Trey, like, yo, man, you gotta stop taking these ill-advised shots. So 
Yeah, that's my issue with the Hawks. Other than that, man, I think they've been doing a good job of rebuilding through the draft. They got the right pieces. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to give that coach at least another one more year. I want to give Pierce. How long has he been there? Nah, nah man. How long has he been there? It's the second like, year. Huh? Second it's year? Second year? Yeah, year. I want to give him another. Yeah, you yeah. give him coach about three, three, four years. It's, I think that's a good little beginning. If you don't see any improvement by that third year, going into fourth year, then you got to kind of reevaluate some things. But oh, I'm going to still give Pierce a chance. You know what I'm saying? Because I, then, even this offseason – Going from last season and into this, it's just been weird. Like, he just yeah. – I feel like he really haven't really had a full training camp, really, because of COVID. And then, you know, when he got drafted his guys that he want to get, he hasn't had a full training camp and a full session with him yet. So, I'm going to give him another year or two, man, before I start calling for, for his job. Damn, nah. So, this is – so, this is – so, this is – so, this is Trey's second coach? Yeah. He's yeah. been there since 2018. That's what I was gonna say. Like to me, it, it's but, all about how it's all about. This is thirty. Maybe a top, a top seven seed in the playoffs, preferably six, six and or higher. And can they can they win at least a couple games in that series? They may not even need to win the series, but just can they win a couple games to show? What was, what was the Hawks' record when he first got there? Probably trash. To get all those picks, so, I mean, I'm sure it was. So I think that I mean if they, if that's the case, then yeah, they kind of going in the right. If they end up being like a mm-hmm. six seed in the East or five, I think that might be pretty good. I mean, going from where they started from when Pierce took over, I mean that's yeah. improvement. You know what I'm saying? Like if they were a 20 win season team, you know, three, three, two or three seasons ago, and now you a playoff team because you know usually in that case that means you're gonna have a winning record. Most cases, if you're a playoff team, you got to win a record. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of – I can't call for his job yet, especially if they end up – if they end up placing that high in the East. Yeah, let me give you the record. So, in 2018, he was 29 and 53. In 2019, okay. he was 20 and 47 in a shortened season because right. they didn't play right. season. So, uh, right. so, yeah, so he hasn't won 30 games yet, but he has way more talent than he's had in the first – couple of years it might be time to make, get him out if the you make the playoffs with that well, i mean what's wrong with that he, he you know what he is he's, he's gonna be the classic case so he's the coach that sets everything up but he's not gonna be the guy that ultimately finished cooking the dinner and i uh, think he, FIFA, he, yeah yeah I think FIFA, yeah he might be i didn't know he was there for three years mark jackson. like he's been i wouldn't even say he's a mark jackson <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying, like, based off your your example, right? Um, my example, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It might be time for him to get out of the paint, man. I mean, if they're if they're still if they're still this much, I'm gonna use dysfunction for lack of a better word. But if they're still this much surrounding that team and kind of their overall growth, then yeah, he may not be the guy. Well, you got to be a leader of men. B, you are absolutely right. Uh, John Collins was speaking for himself and a bunch of other people because. He is the veteran on that team. Mm-hmm. So he has the clout to come out and say something. Yeah. Uh, whereas others couldn't because they're young or they just got there. So what else and, you got? Huh? I'm about to say, and you 6'10. I ain't scared of no motherfucker, especially this little uh, elder bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to take my piece, especially if I'm putting up buckets too. We'll be back after this quick break. Um, but since we're speaking on uh, young talent, um, let's talk about the rookies. Okay. You know, uh, I wanted to, I don't know if y'all prepared for this. We can still come back to it as we, you know, the season goes on. But just get y'all uh, thoughts on some of the rookies. I, I got the the rookie ladder so far. Um, so who you got from the Knicks? Uh, uh, 
know he all right now. You know he get to it. You know what I mean? He ready. Go do your go do your go. Um, oh my god. Uh, uh, I, I, I've. It's funny. The only reason why I brought this up not because of Emmanuel Quickly, who y'all need to go check out, but. Oh yeah, he nice. I, I'm always I'm interested yeah. to see how this young talent develops during these times and who's sticking out. Because, like I said before the draft, I felt like there's going to be a lot of just like in in uh, the NBA and NFL draft uh, that had happened mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of steals because you don't have that same uh, off season uh, scouting and all that other shit. Like people are just going to go off of what happened last year and what they saw this year. But uh, Lamelo Ball, Shelton, is pretty much. Looking like the rookie, the lead of the rookie of the year candidate. Um, he's mm-hmm. averaging right now, I think, 12 points, almost seven rebounds, and six assists, uh, with almost two steals. So that's pretty good for Charlotte. Um, sorry, Tyrese. Um, what, what'd you Halper- say, Ken? Wait, wait, ho, ho, what'd you say, Ken? Said it's all right. Ken, that man is number one in almost every statistical category of rookie on the Hornets. So- it don't matter where he played. Grant Hill, Hill was the man for the whack ass Pistons when he played. He get more. Don't matter where they go. He to everybody else, man. That's all it is. Off the, yeah, off the bench. Grant Hill. Grant Hill was a different breed, though, man. You can't say that. No, yeah, I'm saying, though, Ken's point. He's saying like on the Charlotte Hornets, like like that's a bad yeah. team. When when yeah, but not once did I look at Grant Hill like he whack. You know what I'm saying? Pistons was whack as hell too. Since we on Lamelo, he he can pass. He can pass. You know, I think I think he'll definitely get better. I, I think he's going to be better than his brother, who's probably going to be out the league in like eight years, in three years. Out the league? I, 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 I say two, bro. I don't think I I, I don't think Damn. I don't think Sam Van Gundy. I'm just so saying, cute. man. Okay, I'm being hyperbolic, B. But <sighs> I, think, I think his career is in jeopardy. I so think cute. Sam Van Gundy is not. We, 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 let's keep let's keep the focus on on where it's supposed to be. Has Melo exceeded your expect, expectations? Yes or no? No, not yet. No. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't for me either. He's looked good, but what? he hasn't exceeded expectations because so he ain't even starting yet. <laughs> so to me, he will be starting he soon. Yeah, they, he, he, uh, in a bit. Once you know. he starts, he's met the expectation for me as a number three overall. Yeah, he's done what I thought he would do. Like he hasn't exceeded it. He hasn't disappointed. He's kind of just done what I thought he would do. Like this I, man I, has I like. A lot of hype coming in. Like, yeah. they, they sold this motherfucker. They made, they yeah, made it seem, but it, like Lonzo. They made it seem like he was going to change the league. People on no, this show. That's not, no, that's that's not how he came in. He came they said in. They number one pick when he was in high Lonzo, school. Lonzo had more more hype than, than he was Yes, Mello, very much so. He didn't have no. a lot of hype and like I, that. I mean, they said he was going to be good, but he didn't have the hype like oh, he was going to change the league. Uh, quit bullshitting, man. Just because he on Charlotte don't mean you got a bullshit, bro. Real talk. That's true. They never said that. They said he was better than Lonzo. How yeah. can you I'm gonna how go can back you more hype than that? He probably is. He, he, oh, he is better than Lonzo. <laughs> they ain't saying I'm shit. not ready to go there yet. He, he's better than Lonzo. If, he, if he's averaging 12, 7, and 6, he's better than Lonzo at the same point. The, yes. the game is more comes looks more to be more natural to him than, than Lonzo. Lonzo's a point guard. Uh, I don't know what LaMelo is. But Lamelo's trying to be a scorer. I could tell that. He wants yeah. to score. Lonzo. To He's got more physical talent than than Lonzo, but I feel like Lonzo's still Lonzo's better defensively. By that's not even an argument, and I feel like Lonzo's more of a natural point than Lamelo is. So I think 
I think that uh, that that's something that favors Lonzo. Lonzo, I know we want to bring him up, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But now for me, Lamelo has kind of just met his expectations. Like he he is what he is for me. Like I'm like, oh okay, yeah. If you like, if you you read off his stats, and I if you would have told me that at the beginning of the year, Lamelo is going to be averaging 12 points, whatever, whatever, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty much what I would have expected. Uh, to me, the guy that that. To me, I think he's the best player in the draft. To me, it's Wiseman. I mean, Wiseman, you could just tell. He oh, hasn't put man, up the numbers just yet. Wiseman yeah. is a beast, bro. Wiseman, Wiseman is nice. Wow. Wiseman is nice, Wiseman but he got a long way to go. He got a long way to go. When you when you he's when impressing you me. Up, he's impressing me right now. And he hasn't A, he hasn't even he's on a different type of team. So obviously he's still growing and maturing. He's so young too. I to me, Wiseman has the most upside of anybody in this draft. Like I, I just to me, no, Wiseman sir. has a chance. Wiseman has a chance to be special. Like I've watched a lot of their games and even, even the games that he's quote unquote has struggles or hasn't really put up the numbers. You, he still does something that makes you say like, wow, like that dude. Is he he, on he your averages, I mean, he flashes, he averages 11 and six, but he's not, I'm messing he's up not next once year. again, when you, when you talk about, when you talk about impact, we talking about a guy that's averaging 12, seven and six. He's and we talk about Lonzo. Lonzo's not averaging. Uh, he's averaging less points, less assists, and less rebounds. And he plays. But this isn't about Lonzo. This is about rookie. This is about the rookie. And, and back to the rookies. And, and I was going to bring him back to Wiseman too. Wiseman has very a very inconsistent game. He's very he's talented now. He'll show flashes, but he's really really inconsistent. Like yeah, on any given night, he can show up or not. Whereas, like I said, you can't argue with Lonzo. The man's been playing ball. He's been playing ball almost every game except for those first couple. He's gonna yep. come out and do something good. He's not getting the minutes that these guys are getting either, and he's doing so, more in less minutes. More in less minutes, and when you look at his per thirty six numbers, they're they're ridiculous. And here's the thing I love about Lamelo, and I said this earlier when Ken started trying to call out Lamelo. You could tell Lamelo's not forcing nothing. Lamelo's allowing everything to come to him. He's not playing like he's the best player on the team, but it looks like he's the best player on the team. Because that's how talented he is. Because he is the most talented player on that team, and I do think shit. that he. You haven't watched the games if you say that he's forced some shit. Did you not it, see that Pelicans game? Even, even the when co- he try to force that triple. Even double? the coaches have come out and said they have to slow him down. So yeah, that's not. Oh, a, oh, yeah. oh he's not by far. He's not. He, he's not perfect. Once again, he's, he is a rookie. But when you talk about overall ability and what he's done yeah. on the court when he's been able to play, he's been better than all of them head and shoulders. It's not even yep. close. The 100%. second best player. Is quickly, and we're gonna get to him in a second. I hope. I like Anthony and, and, Edwards. I like Anthony Edwards out of Minnesota. Oh, he's nice too. Yeah, I like. I like. I like. One player at a time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shelton and Manny's skipping the loop. <laughs> they just want to get to their boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. I, I'm getting your boy, Jake. I'm sorry. Finish what you were saying, people. But yeah, no, LaMelo, man, I really like the impact. And he's honestly exceeded my expectation, not from a numbers perspective, because the numbers are on par with what I expected. But with again, when I watch him play in the, in, in, in the passes and the vision and everything that he does, it, it, it looks easier than I thought it would for him at this point in time. Um, and that's scary. That, that That's really scary because this is the first time that he's see, he seeing guys for the first time ever. He's able to compete at that level. So once he gets more of a feel, uh, gets the tape, gets the routine down even more, he, I think that's the reason why I think he has the highest ceiling in this draft. I love Wiseman. Um, 
but and I love y'all. Y'all already know how I feel about Anthony Edwards, but neither one of them has IQ in the way that Lamelo does. And that IQ that 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 that's what unlocks everything. That's what makes your potential limitless because now you're affecting the game without even having to score the basketball. And he's going to become even more efficient at that. I just got a text. I got a text from a, a, a pro point guard that's actually played, in the, not in the league, but has played the game at the professional level. He said mm-hmm. point guard is the hardest, most difficult position for a rookie. And for Melo to be doing what he's doing in a grown man league obviously shows he has the best upside. Yep. 100%. You just, you just text that to yourself, nigga. Like, who you got ready to say that? I need nigga names. Had reserve. That nigga had it in reserve. <laughs> <laughs> pull this one out. But I, I, I think Lamelo is gonna be fine. I'm not, I wasn't like kid who said he was a bust <laughs> coming out. But I'm not I'm not really that impressed because we've I've seen this movie before. I've seen a ball brother get hyped up. I've even seen Magic Johnson himself say this motherfucker is the future of my franchise to then trade his ass. And now he'd be almost out the league in about two, three years. I'm not saying that's the same case with Lamelo. I think he's much more talented offensively and more aggressively than his older brother. However, the mentality thing is what I'm really concerned about. He needs the right coach to hone him in. Oh, I was thinking maybe he I'm hoping that since Jordan is Jordan's team and he drafted him. I don't know if he's behind the draft still or not, but I'm hoping that he can talk to him a little bit more and be like, look, bro, this is how you play basketball, especially after watching that Jordan documentary. You don't I, I think that surprised a lot of people about how um, hands on he was with his teammates, even the ones that you wouldn't think he would talk to. So I think he should right. talk to the young boy and hopefully coach him up. But um, I think he I think he is a point guard for the future. But it's just that I'm he hasn't exceeded my expectations yet. He got an average. They like have 20. they have, and and, I, and once again we don't get off this soon. But they have different. Those two, him and Lonzo, are two different people. Their personalities are different. Their mindset is different. The level of confidence that they have is different. They just he's just a totally different guy. And I think Lonzo coming first is what's going to help Melo be a better player. Because he's seen it like he's seen it before too, so he did not have as much hype coming out as Lonzo, so he didn't have that type pressure. And the fact that he gets to come off the bench behind two pretty good point guards, he gets yep. to see the game, and it slows down. And he's playing ball, man. Like I said, you you can't yeah. argue with those numbers because you know Lonzo, Lonzo came out with all that hype. Remember that was when Levar was on every damn media show every damn right. day. It felt like. You know, you had cats coming, you know, cats in the league gunning for him from the from the jump. LaMelo hasn't had to face that. So and not to mention, like people don't bring this up, like the fact that he got drafted number two overall by the Lakers, his favorite franchise team. He grew up rooting and idolizing like an L.A. kid playing for the Lakers, number two overall, like looked at as the savior. Like there's a lot of things that LaMelo has not had to face. So, yeah, I, I think LaMelo's in a good situation for himself as far as not having all that pressure that I think Lonzo Lonzo's had. Um, as far as what y'all was saying about Wiseman, I, I think he's impressive. I think he's still slow. I think he was shocked that he was able to go to Golden State. Not to say that he was shocked about his draft position, but just like, oh, I'm on a championship caliber team or environment and culture. I really have to, you know, showcase my talent because everybody else here been there, done that. 
and they expect nothing but the best from me. So I think his up and down trajectory is, is just fine because that's what rookies do, especially when you have like, this is a big year for Golden State. And they, they want to see what everybody got, including him. So I, I'm not really worried about him. I think we'll see more of what he actually is in his second year, sophomore year than this year. Um, Plus Golden State. Golden State's trying to win games. They're trying to make the playoffs. Like Golden State's not in a situation like Charlotte where they're trying to develop players necessarily. Like Golden State's in a situation where like, yo, we, we got one of the top five point guards still in his prime. Like we trying to win. So it's going to be in a situation like if, if Wiseman was on the Knicks or if Wiseman was somewhere else where he could get the playing time and the energy and the, and the, and the, and the run to just say, yo, we need this big man to just develop then it'd be a different situation. But the fact that he's he's looked that impressive in that situation, to me, bodes well for him. Because he's been impressive. To me, anyway. Um, another, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of other uh, players that are rookies right now, that are balling right now. Tyrese Hall- uh, Halliburton, Sacramento, averaging 11 points. Almost three rebounds, five assists a game, almost uh, over a, uh, a steal. Shout out to the rookie. I think he uh, – Sacramento's lightweight building up something too still. They got to get rid of – Are, are De'Aaron Fox and him playing well together? I don't. I think I think Halliburton comes off the bench. I haven't had a chance to watch him play, but everybody yeah. tells highly of him. Um, so – Watching Sacramento. <laughs> 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 That's why I was leaving it up to Ken. I was just gonna move on, but he has something to say. Like, That's the expert in this one. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on, the bench, though. I'm not watching him play. So, um, but I'm curious to see him play because everybody keep, you know, singing his praises. So I want to see what the what the young boy got. And of course, you know, I'm gonna have to talk about my boy. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel quickly, but hey, IQ. That's what they call him already. He got a nickname. You know how we in New York, we come up with nicknames quick. IQ. IQ. Okay. Man. Steal of the draft. I'm gonna say it right now. Steal the fucking so draft. Nish. So Nick, he doesn't start. So what, what's up with that? Why is he not starting? This is, he was he's the steal of the draft, meaning that you didn't expect him. So he's going to start. He'll I, I would say he'll start quicker than, than Melo. Plus the Knicks got like 45 damn point guards on that damn team. I still, I still, I'm, I'm, I'm arguing in your defense. I'm arguing in your defense though, because like I said, I like quickly. He that that boy balling, and he should be starting. But that's but the, Tom, it's the same thing I'm talking about. You know how Tibbs is. He care. He he only likes vets. He doesn't, and he'll he'll run them into the ground when it comes to minutes. I'm surprised that he's given quickly so many minutes, but I'm also shocked that he only averages like less than 18 minutes per game, and his his averages so far, and he should get more minutes. Yeah, it was just uh, 10 points a game, uh, two assists, but it's getting better. No, And he barely turns the ball over. Like, I think over the last five games, he's averages like 17, five and something else. Like, And he does a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. His floater for a rookie is on point. Like, it seems like it's unstoppable. He can shoot the three very well. I, I Shoot. I love this kid. I haven't watched him play because, again. I'm still disappointed in RJ, man. I got to see more from RJ. RJ's been balling. He's a, yeah, he's, he's still he's inconsistent, still. though. It's still inconsistent, though. Sometimes RJ still be having some games where he be like, well, they, they, you? Play, they play, um, they actually play the Golden State. They're playing them right now. They actually. play the Warriors now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so that, that's a good matchup between the rookies. But now yeah, RJ think, got 14 in the first quarter. Oh, does he? Damn. Well, I shut up. Yeah, he, he balling his first quarter four for four, two for two for three. 
Has see, RJ do that, but RJ will do that tonight and then tomorrow on a back to back, he'll freaking have nine points and that's six two, turnovers. That's two kid. <laughs> All right, Manny, you already you already started talking shit. I'm a do I'm a do guy. That's what I'm saying. Like I expect more. Like, come on. Okay. I'm saying this because I'm an RJ fan. Obviously, he he part of the brotherhood. What school do you go to? That's what I'm saying. Shit, I don't know. Shit, it don't sound like you're an alumni. God damn it. Ain't, ain't, ain't <laughs> too many brothers that do. So <laughs> I wouldn't call it a brotherhood. That's a brotherhood right there, baby. Oh, uh, anybody? Uh, well, has anybody been watching Orlando since uh, Folks went down? Because Col- so Edwards hit that shot. Man, he hit it last night. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what school he went to, Manny? Carolina Community College. Um, Carolina AT and T or whatever. I haven't yeah. had a chance to really like, watch a lot of the rookies this year the way I used Cole, to. Cole, check out for Cole Anthony. He's he's averaging like ten points a game, four uh, rebounds, and three assists. So he made Cole's a hooper, man. I don't think anybody doubted that. Cole's a hooper, man. If you watched him in yeah. high school and college, Cole's a hooper. You know, he just he, the only mistake he made was he chose the wrong school. Like honestly. <laughs> And he started, and not to, not to go back, but like I said, when we look at uh, rookies leading in points, rebounds, assists, steals, it's only one that's at the top of all those categories. And wh- what's his name? I've seen Tyrone Matsy. I've seen him play a lot. But I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. I, 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 I was going to say, I, I see. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, I think he's going to be a good pickup for them. <laughs> I was going to say, Anthony Edwards, he ain't that bad either, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, B, sorry, sorry to hear about Killian Hayes, man. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean. Detroit can't catch a break, man. God damn. Yeah. Something to... <laughs> Beagle, we got to call somebody for B, me. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, like, hey, hey, like I was telling y'all, I'm like, this is just a bad time for Detroit sports, man. All our teams just. It's something, it's something yeah. to watch. Fuck uh, ass I mean, right now, man. Oh, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Well, shit, maybe there's something in the Well, hey, no, no, in Michigan, there probably is something in the goddamn water. Still. God damn. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's damn. It's oh, man. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we just hired a doofus for a head coach in Detroit. How about this? There's, there's a dark cloud over Detroit. Let's just say, let's put it that way. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> Fucking fucking storm cloud you wanna, Detroit, man. Man, if you wanna if you wanna jump over here with me in, in, in Charlotte and Carolina, man, I got you. Come on, man. We got room over here. He go he will go to Chicago before you go to Charlotte. <laughs> Boo, That's shit. even worse. I don't know. He ain't going to Chicago. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks. But, right. I, but uh B, you were talking about Anthony Edwards. What you think about him so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I I like him. I, that's that's another uh, a rookie that I know y'all was mentioning. You know, the other obvious ones and Melo and uh, Wiseman and um, my man from IQ from the uh, Knicks and it's somebody else too. I can't I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, I like Anthony Edwards. I mean, I liked him coming in. You know, coming into the draft. You know, me and FIFO was like, yo, if that dude can really play up to his potential, he's gonna be a matchup problem because he's already coming out of Georgia. He was already grown man, like he was already grown man ready. For the league, so it's just a matter of him just adjusting to the game. I mean, once he slows down, if he still wants to play basketball, because remember, I think it was a lot of talk about him. Like, do he really yeah, want to play basketball? He's just playing it because he just that talented. But if he's really dedicated, I think Anthony Edwards would be a good 
he'd be one of the leading candidates, you know, one of the candidates for Ricky of the year. I don't know if he's going to win, but that's just another Ricky that I like. You know, over that's there. such a disappointing team too, Minnesota. Like Minnesota, I just know, can't right? Get right, man. Like they have so much talent, but they it's do. Like, it's like they and, just don't and, do anything with it. Yeah. Well, he struggled, man. These last three, four, or five games, he's really struggled. And it's yeah, been I mean, awful. you know, and it's yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. gonna happen sometimes with rookies, man. Rookies gonna have those bad games. You know, they gonna have they gonna have stretches where they gonna play bad because they're not used to playing basketball at this consecutive pace i mean yeah mm-hmm. sure you play au all year you play your high school leagues all year but playing against grown ass men opposed to playing against high school kids and college kids is a different breed man so yeah it's just some adjusting man a lot, lot of and then, a, and then this season of all seasons right 72 right. games compressed, sets, compressed right. season right yeah, i mean andy edwards has an Anthony Edwards hasn't played since March, a real competitive right. game. You know what I mean? So right. it's crazy. Yeah, no real training. It's, you know, it's, it's starting to show right now, though, because he, he's struggling. Like I said, these last five or six games, mm-hmm. he's, I don't think he's even scored double figures. Did he score? Yeah, he did not last night either. He hadn't scored in double figures in about five or six games, and he had one game where he put up an offer, and he had another game where he scored two points. He's just not been mm-hmm. – he's not been consistent at all either. Um, consistency is, is one. Well, these are rookies first off. So expectations, right. especially in the, in the COVID year coming off, right. you know, the asterisk season last year, these guys, you know, they're going to go up and down, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's been tough getting consistency from him. Yeah. Is that all on your list? Yeah. That's so no, I mean, Mello, I- Mello on the other hand. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, we ain't talking about that nigga no more. <laughs> 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 as far as season is still early, so I want to I want to check in uh, throughout the weeks that we okay. re- recover NBA to make sure that we giving some some of the rookies some love because they're the future. Because we see a lot of these niggas, LeBron as quiet as this cap. And my homeboy said, "Don't even talk about this." But LeBron is probably two three years away from calling it quits. Mm-hmm. I think he's waiting for his son to get into the league. Yeah. Play one year. To say that LeBron, he's the first LeBron, and I about to be like Tom Brady, man. LeBron will be playing until he's forty-five. But you know what's crazy is he can. He's one of the few that can. LeBron looks amazing, crazy, man. and he's it, the fact that he's never had a major injury. Like the fact that LeBron's never had like a yeah. serious, like you know, God, you know, God, God willing, obviously, but yeah, he, he's never had like a you know a major injury, you know, anything like that. I mean, it's just a credit to that dude, man. That dude is just yeah. And I'm I'm not like I said I'm I'm not a I'm not a LeBron fan on the court I am off the court. Is, you can you cannot do nothing but get that man his, his flowers right now because this dude is so consistent. He has his teams. I mean these teams like I said that team last year I I didn't like that Lakers team last year at all. I hated on that team even with Anthony Davis and all that. But LeBron world champs is, baby. He's 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 amazing. He's just ama- he's just an amazing person, athlete, everything. That that dude is up there. I'm hoping to get uh, cause I I hated the fact that I didn't see uh Dwayne Wade live before he retired. I, w- I want to see a, at least LeBron, even uh Kobe. I didn't think I think I was young at the time, but like to see him like when I appreciate basketball. I'm just trying to see the greats before they go. Um, y'all know me. I'm never going to be the biggest LeBron fan, but obviously I say he's the goat off the court. But if he wins another title this year, he hey, might. Not if it's happening. Yeah. I don't know about that. We'll see what Brooklyn has to say about it, but yeah. I, I, think, I think we'll. I think that will that will do wonders for his legacy. I think you have to say he to go. And well, hold on. The th- the, the thing that'll be that'll be the ice on the case. 
if Space Jam is better than the original, <laughs> that'll do it for you. Need. Need go. That's all it needs. You to go. That's, that's 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 the barometer. Okay, got it. <laughs> I got a question for you before, before we get out of here. Um, I was just watching that Sixers game last night. Uh, we know MB had a monster game, forty-two nine rebounds. I don't know if they gave him that last. That against one. the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics ain't playing that well these days. Uh, they did. Brown. Well, Taylor Taylor's been out. To be yeah. fair, Jalen Brown did have a nice move though, but he he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't keep up when they needed him. Um, but you know he had a nice game. You saying it's, it's like Marlon Wayans without Sean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, he had like 40 points in 28 minutes. Uh, he played great defense down the stretch in, in the closing moments. Uh, you know, his hands were active. But one of the things that I noticed, and I'm going to ask y'all, especially you, Shelton, I haven't seen the antics, the foolishness, the clowning. A- has that been present? Because he seemed like nope. his mind space, yeah. like his head, I'll tell you was just answer. different last night. He's growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corona. Yeah, with, with, I, yeah, that's somebody. I don't know. And... and I'm noticing the same thing too, Ken. It's like somebody's talked to this guy, and Doc it must maybe. have registered. It could have mm. been Doc. You know, you know what? Now that you say it, man, that's a, a great point. Somebody spoke to him and got him thinking about what he could be. I saw Shaq talking about him today, like you know, if he keep playing like this, then I got to put him on that Mount Rushmore with with me. And I was like, yeah, you know, like he's playing now instead of talking and doing all the the playing around stuff he, he normally would do. So I'm impressed this year with him. He, he's playing ball, man. He's looking impressive. Yeah, yeah I, I saw him miss the free throw and he was mad. Like he was talking to himself and not like clowning, like funny talking to himself. He was like really pissed that he missed a three a free throw in a pivotal moment of the game. And he was like 13 or 14 or something. <laughs> like you had been hitting all your free throws. You mad you missed that one because right. it's like he knew that that could cost him the game. And the other thing I'll, I'll say that, I, that I've been just observing from them is that in the fourth quarter, they play really good, smart basketball. They, they've slowed down. They know what sets they want to get, get into. Like, I guess overall what I'm saying is you can kind of start to see Doc Rivers' impact on this team. Yeah. You know, in terms of yeah. his coaching. You can. You can. Uh, and, and Danny Green is a nice piece. I, I don't – you know, he, he still ain't killing them like that, but I'm just saying he's a nice piece as far as keeping the ball moving and that veteran leadership, because he's been in, in uh, these championship cities. So he's seen it. You know what I'm saying? So, you you know, you got you got some people around that team now that make a lot of sense. That team makes sense, and it looks better than it has in a long time. Yeah, and, and Joel is starting to play aggressive, like, down in the paint, like he should. Like, I've been screaming that for the get-go. Like, if that dude play down in the paint, like, no one can guard him. It'll open up so much stuff for the for that Sixers offense, man. And I think he's he's doing that. That's why I was I was telling my dad that earlier when I was talking to him. Like he was like, yeah, he really think the influence of Doc Rivers is kind of helping make why the why the Sixers are playing so serious, you know, playing so so well now because they because they, they playing like if the game was to slow down like it normally does in the playoff, the Sixers like they can handle that, that adjustment just fine. So yeah, and I think we talked about it last week. Like, are they are they a lock for a number one seed. Like I think that was like one of the topics because they're looking that they're looking that focus right now. So yeah, I mean, you know, I hope I hope they can keep it up. I hope they keep it up, man. Make the conference a lot more interesting. And B is finally maturing, man. He's, oh, he's 
No, I was just going to say, Embiid, everything that y'all are saying is, is accurate. Yeah, he's coming into his own. He's maturing. The antics, like what Ken brought up, the antics looks like they've just calmed down. He's just playing basketball. That's the, that's the biggest thing with Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid was starting to feel like Dwight Howard, man, where it was just like the antics overshadowed everything else. Mm-hmm. And now it's about business. He's playing basketball. He's yeah. dominating. Every single night, he feels and he's playing like he's the best player on the court. And that's how it should be. So uh, the X factor for them, though, is still Ben Simmons, man. Uh, to me, he's the ultimate X factor for them. If he plays well and he finally starts to live up to his his expectations, then he uh, then that Sixers team is going to be straight. Seth Curry was having a putting together a pretty nice little run too. He's out. I think he was out with COVID. I don't know if that's what he's still out for, but I don't know why um, the Mavericks didn't re up him. I don't. I don't yeah, maybe they were over the cap, but they that was a that was a huge loss for the Mavericks to me. Yeah, and he's been a nice little pickup for Philly, man. But um. Shake Milton played good coming off the bench last uh, last night too. Um, let me ask y'all something else about it was something else I wanted to ask y'all about this team. I forgot what it was. Dang, I forgot what I was going to ask y'all about. Why you Why you remember that? Uh, what y'all think about? I don't know. I, I joined the show kind of late, but what y'all been? Uh, did y'all talk about Zion in his last couple games? Nah, nah, not really. Zion been hooping, man. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm just, I mean, we just like he's just been hooping. No, because Zion is always a is a is Zion is always a conversation, right? He's always it always seems like his name is always in the media, positive and negatively. Or you know, he's I, I finally think, he's, he was in my he was in my top five when I ranked my power forwards. Zion, you giving him I, respect? I, I, where was he ranked? Where was he ranked for y'all? Uh, oh. Three, three, three. What yeah. about you, K? I had him three too. He's yeah, not on my. I missed last week's show, so I didn't do a ranking. I had him six, you. but I had him six. But once again, that's because I got KD with the fours, and I forgot who else I had. I got you. Giannis probably. So yeah, so so that can you know move some things around. But Zion, Zion, look, man, I, I I said it when he was coming into the league. He's a man amongst boys, and even in the NBA, he's a man amongst boys. Man, you see so him muscle some. You've been seeing Bro, him yeah. muscle some of these dudes yes. out the way, dude. This yeah, shit. man. People bounce yeah. off this Crazy. man like his name is Luke Cage. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Real talk. And, and he's and still he's not. He's just scratching. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that. He's still yeah. not what he's going to be. That's what's yeah. so impressive about him, man, is he he still got growing. You can watch him growing. And I see yeah, him yeah. like, yeah, getting he He's tough. He's tough. Yeah. I know what I was going to ask y'all about uh, Philly real quick. Mm. Um. James Harden would end up going to Brooklyn, as we know. Do you think that it would have been better or worse for Philly if he was there? Why? If they had made that trade. Better because he, he could do a lot what, what Ben does offensively, like in terms of generating open shots and stuff like that. But he's going to take those shots that Ben doesn't take. But he, can, he also can't affect the game like Ben because he's not 6'11". Right. You know, so, so there is some trade-off. But I think what you gain in terms of spacing and scoring ability, that that that's ridiculous. Especially if if it's almost like a bend for James Harden straight up, where you don't have to give up a Tobias or anybody else, right? You give up draft picks and Ben Simmons, and you just pretty much swap them out. I'll take that. What about defensively? No, of course not. You know, Ben Simmons should yeah. be all first defensive defender. So now, nah, um, defensively, that they would hurt, but. Because you have Joel Embiid and because that team is so stacked offensively and defensively elsewhere, I'm willing to take that risk. 
Yeah, I think it would be a better fit. It'd be a better fit for James Harden, but I don't think it would be a good fit for the Sixers. Especially how they're playing right now. I think he would take away from from Embiid's maturation and growth. So uh, they're almost better off that they didn't make that deal. Sometimes the best deals are the ones you don't make. The only reason the only reason I would think that wouldn't be so bad is because I don't think he would take away from Embiid shots. I think it would come from somewhere else. And the fact that he is a good passer, if nothing else, he's great with the ball in his hands and getting the ball around when he needs to. And like we talked about, first through third, he can do his thing and then rely on Embiid more in the fourth quarter to kind of carry him where he slows down. So I, I think it would have been good to get him there. But at the same time, it, it scares me because I, I just like to make up a Phillies team. I, I like how it is. And being a Ben Simmons fan, it would hurt me to see him leave. He took two more threes. He missed them. Uh, <laughs> he took one other <laughs> air ball, an air ball, an air ball. Yeah, but but he's Shoot, taking the three. He's, he's a, taking the three. He can't be can't be nitpick. Yeah, so we so, gonna see. But after this season of him shooting threes, we gonna we gotta be critical of it. We we not well. I don't know. We can talk about that later. But I I think that once again, Doc Rivers effect, man. Um, I like I thought when he shot that air ball, I was like, oh, he done. <laughs> But he shot the four and and and, and he, he missed them, but I think he's taking them. So we'll see. But I, I, once again, Doc Rivers, man. So we don't know if that will lead to anything more than that. <laughs> that remains life, to be seen. But you know. Life on life on the line right now. Right now, today, January twenty first. Uh y'all picking Philly for the finals? Or you still gotta see more? <laughs> mm. I don't even know why that's that I, is that a question? Because that's a hell no nah for me. Uh, they've been the best team in the East. I today, think could, today, I'm not talking about April or May yeah, or June. Nah, I'm just saying I today. think they could be Giannis. I think the Celtics would give them some issues, uh, because of their, you know, because of what they got on the perimeter. But they just um, always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Tatum and and Jalen, they haven't played Brooklyn yet, have they? And oh, I forgot, I don't know why I keep forgot about Brooklyn, but yeah, to me, I got to see how they play Brooklyn. But I, I, I would take Brooklyn still over them. Even with the roster they got, even with the questions that we talked about earlier, it's just I trust those, I trust those, I trust those guys more than anybody. yeah. I don't know if they can keep up with Brooklyn scoring. Yeah, yep. I'm taking Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm so no, Brooklyn. no, man, I'm not. I take that back. So no, no, no Milwaukee mentions anywhere, huh? Hell, I, I just saw a no. clip of. Uh, Giannis no. airballing with AD on him. I'm not picking Milwaukee right now. Giannis can't even <laughs> shoot free throws anymore. He's like going backwards. This man was one Bruh. for ten. Something ain't right. Man. And this your MVP. Hey. He is the MVP. This is my MVP. This y'all king, man. This y'all king. Yeah, he, he, he's still MVP now. The, the, once again, we have to remember MVP is an in-season award. It's not a postseason you know award. <laughs> That's all I got for this week. All right. Yep. Um, all right. Well, you know, once again, uh, we'll be back uh, Tuesday, Thursday next week. And um, we'll catch you guys then. So we out. Hey, hey, real quick, real quick before we go. Uh, we missed a couple of super chats last week. Um, oh, yeah, we did. Go ahead, Sean. Did you did you find them? Because I forgot to find them. She's going to bring it up. What I was going to say. And let me tell you what I was gonna say about it was we apologize for that. It won't happen again. No, we, we were. I thought we were gonna cover it. I thought we were gonna bring them up because I thought they were football questions. They were. I, so think I thought so. we were gonna bring them up yeah. on Tuesday. Tuesday next week. 
But while I got y'all, um, B, you weren't B and FIFA, y'all weren't on the episode. Let me get y'all uh weekend picks for the uh playoffs for the uh football. Uh who playing again? Hold on, let me look. It's the Bucks uh, versus give me Green Bay. Who playing BA before team play? Yeah, championship city. Um, <laughs> B think this is a full schedule. God. But B, B <laughs> acting like he don't watch football. This nigga got every time we record, this nigga got he's playing my blue on. Yeah, B out here thinking we take It's Detroit versus Jacksonville. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's the it's the Bucks versus uh the Packers and it's the uh, Chiefs versus the Bills. Those are the last give me the give me give me Packers. I think we I think we're gonna have a Packers versus Bills Super Bowl. I know, I know I'm picking Gibbs uh, Mahomes. I know, I know. Oh, wow. I'm picking, oh. I'm picking, I'm picking like any given Sunday, man. We seen it's crazy stuff to be happening if football weekend. So I'm gonna say Packers and, and the Bills. Nah, I, I'm gonna see one dotto versus two dotto. So give me them Chiefs and give me them Packers. They just gotta knock them upside the head one good time. <laughs> they gotta get to them first. They'll get to them. They'll take somebody. Will take somebody. Will take that penalty, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody will definitely take that penalty. If it's if it's if it's if it's worth getting winning the Super Bowl, oh they'll take that penalty. The owner will probably be like, "Yo, man, I got you. <laughs> like, I got that covered." <laughs> Don't even worry about it, yeah. Right. Don't even worry about it. Go ahead and get that penalty. You know, I got you. Long as long as he ain't coming. Long as he's not coming back in the game. Long as that man leg on Mahomes, boy. They about to sweep the leg on Mahomes. It ain't nothing wrong with that man. That man was just trying to rest the rest of that game and get ready for the Super Bowl. I mean, for for the playoffs. He was he was done. That's all that was. Shelton got Chad Henney in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> I got. I would have Chad Henney beat Buffalo, not in the Hall of Fame. All right, that's that's it. All so, right, you over here cursing to my yeah. nigga Patty. All right, we gonna get out of here, man. We'll see you guys Tuesday. Peace. Thank Peace. y'all.